Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Christian, and you are watching Ride the Fence. Today, I'm not going to have Christian Marino with me. Uh, our schedules did not work out. I think that's going to be the broken record sort of message that I give pretty much every week. Um, so a lot's been going on recently. Um, I'm not going to say that any of us weren't expecting it because I think a lot of us were. Um, although I have seen a lot of people, especially on the left, say that there is no actual invasion of Ukraine and other weird tinfoil hat conspiracy theory type statements. Um, I think what we're seeing right now is basically our government paired with the government of Ukraine and other members of NATO all coming together and hoping that they can sort of, I, I'm not sure how to say this, but basically just brainwash the public into believing that we should go to war with the, uh, with Russia, a full scale war. And over the past couple of days, over the past 36, 48 hours now, I have seen several posts that make me a little bit concerned and confused. Um, so I want to talk about a few of those and why I think that this is their way to sort of try to convince us that war is the acceptable solution. Um, let me check here and just make sure that I'm getting, okay, it does look like I'm getting audio feed here, so if I'm not, someone please let me know, because otherwise I'm just going to look crazy talking to myself for the next five minutes, but um, basically uh, what I see here is, okay, here's one uh, right when it initially happened, I believe. It was explosions heard across Ukraine and after Vladimir Putin announced a special military operation, and this was like the trending um this was one of the trending topics on Twitter the other day, um, two days ago. And here's another one. Explosions heard. Okay. Yep. And then, uh, and this one, you could see Pentagon official Russian invasion of Ukraine underway. And this was on ABC news at the time. Um, then we saw uh, several messages given by the president. Uh, one of them, president Zelensky reached out to me tonight and we just finished speaking. I condemned this unprovoked and unjustified attack by Russian military forces. I briefed him on the steps we are taking to rally international condemnation, including tonight at the United Nations security council. He asked me, um, to call on the leaders of the world to speak out clearly against president Putin's flagrant aggression and to stand with the people of Ukraine. Tomorrow, I will be meeting with the leaders of the G7 and the United States and our allies and partners will be imposing severe sanctions on Russia. We will continue to provide support and assistance to Ukraine and the Ukrainian people. That was also, I believe, on Wednesday. Uh, let's see what time I... Uh, this was late at night on Wednesday, so I assume it had happened several hours earlier in the day. Um but it goes a lot further than that. Here's one, um, and I don't have the screenshots taken here, so I'm just going to go like this and just hope that you guys can see this here. But it is a picture of a... It's not a picture, it's a video. It's one of those reels, which is from Instagram. And, yep, I can, I can now confirm that you guys are able to see that. It says, in Ukraine, a boy plays the piano as Russia attacks. Um, and it's... Kharkiv, Ukraine, February 24th, 2022. I'm sorry if I butchered the name of that city. I'm sure I did. Um, this is from the Washington Post, owned by your favorite person in the world, Jeff Bezos. And the video itself, there's nothing really related to Ukraine in it that I saw for as long as I did watch it. It was just a child playing a piano. 
And that's the thing, you know, we are, these guys are here to make this a very emotional experience for us and to sort of be as evocative as possible so that we all, you know, the majority, not, they're never going to get everyone to agree, but they could get the majority of people to support the idea of war. And then there won't be nearly as much pushback um, when it comes down to implementing any piece of legislation that they push through. Um, here's another one right here. This was uh, this was hashtag World War Three, which came up um, in the midst of all this, right when it began. And it's a picture of a mother and her child, and I believe a. And I'm going to move it a little bit closer to the camera here because I can see that it might be a little bit difficult for you guys to see. Yeah, I should be a little bit more professional, maybe, and maybe actually take screenshots of this so you guys can see it. Um, but it says "Stop War in Ukraine." It's like a mother holding her baby, and then she has like a four or five year old kid in front of her, maybe. Um, stop war in Ukraine. She's crying. The kid looks scared and the baby looks like, well, a baby. Um, here's another one. It will cost you zero dollars and zero cents to retweet this Ukraine and Russia comma Taiwan. And I'm just going to hold this up here as well, because I'm not professional enough to actually take screenshots and just click on them. So that way you can see them full screen. I am going to get to that point though, but it says save a life bleeding apply pressure with hands, apply dressing and press, apply tourniquet, wrap wine, secure time. And I'm sure there's more details there if you actually click into it. But again, this is kind of pushing the idea that, you know, Ukraine is in such an awful uh, position that us, we, and, and they are, they are in a terrible position, but that we as the United States need to uh, participate in another full scale war in order to prevent this somehow. You know, maybe it's not the war on terrorism, maybe it's the war on authoritarianism, war on fascism or something. I don't even know what they're going to call it, but they're going to have a name for it, no doubt about it. Um, so this is what they're doing. Here's another one that I believe this was last night. Yeah. Um, it looks like I took the screenshot at 9.23 p.m. last night. This is also from the Washington Post. All the bangers that I've seen on this imperialist, you know, drum-beating crap um, have been from the Washington Post so far. I don't know. I mean, there are others, too, but it's just funny that that's what I've seen the most of. We're alone for defense of our country. Who will fight along with us now? To be honest, I see no one. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky. Um, so... The, the situation with Vladimir Zelensky here is he wants the whole world to know that he needs help. We are fighting alone. Who is here with us? No one. Please save us, America. Please save us, other allies. Please save us, NATO. And, you know, I thought maybe that would just be a one-off thing for some reason. I wanted to give the benefit of the doubt. But and then today, I just watched just a few minutes ago, this clip came out and it says, Ukraine President Volodymyr Zelensky, blah, 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 blah. And it's a speech from him. This is also, guess who? The Washington Post. I don't know why they're at the top of every news feed ever, um, because I do have these set to just like a broad, the news feed that most people see, uh, as opposed to it tailoring it for me. So this isn't, one of those situations where it's just showing me what you know I'm looking for. At least I hope not. Um, but I'm going to show you this here too. And I'm, the reason why I'm showing you these is just in case you actually go back and decide to look at it yourself, and you can kind of use what you the blurry picture you can see right now on your screen as a reference to make sure you're looking at the same thing. That's the only reason why I'm doing that. Um, but you can see actually in this clip, and you can watch the full, it's not actually a very long video, but it says, uh, it's a speech he's giving. And the very first thing that he says, this morning, we are alone 
in defending our country, just like yesterday. And so he just gives this long speech, and he wants everyone to, you know, feel sorry for him. And again, Ukraine is in a an objectively shitty position, so I understand that. But it is not our place to constantly find ourselves in the middle of every war and just constantly hand out money to other countries and do, save everyone but ourselves. I don't think that's appropriate. I think that we need to be looking and saying, what is the motive here? What is behind all this? Um, and and here's the weird one. Here's the one that I said, that, you know, I said some of these posts confuse me. Well, this is the one that really confuses me. This confuses me on so many levels, okay? For one, it's on Instagram. Secondly, it is posted by a Libertarian Party official. And third, the Libertarian Party official is posting a screenshot from Occupy Democrats. So just inception. Occupy Democrats. Breaking. Ukraine's interior minister announces that 10,000 automatic rifles have been handed out to the civilians of Kiev as they prepare to fight tooth and nail to defend their homes against Putin's invasion. Retweet if you stand with the brave Ukrainian people. Um, Why is the Democratic Party cheering on people being handed rifles? Okay, this is the thing. This is 2022, and I'm not going to make this whole entire episode about gun control because I don't, that's not the point here, but it is a point that I want to make briefly. Why is it that the Democratic Party is so against guns and believes that there's no form of fascism or any other sort of authoritarianism that could possibly take over and disarm the population uh, through force and use force to continue to expand and become a massive world power that's in charge of everyone? I mean, why would anyone be scared of something like that? It's not like it just happened less than 100 years ago under Hitler. It's not like... Things like this happen all the time, like in Myanmar all year last year and still probably to this day, and as well as situations like uh, Russia where, you know, um, you know, the government of Ukraine is handing out guns so that they can defend themselves. These things have value and our governments are not to be trusted. And if you have reached this point in your life and you still don't know that, I promise you the universe will not allow you to go much longer without admitting that to yourself at the least. Um, You just can't trust the government. Now, as far as the whole situation with with the Ukraine, um, you know, there's a lot to be said here. Um, Basically, Russia, uh, uh, I'm not some foreign policy expert, and I was hoping that I would have someone else here to speak with um, so that it wouldn't just be me talking by myself. But I'm going to do what I can here. Um, I, I do feel like I might be getting a little bit better at this. It, it uh, Just going solo here. But anyway, it says, uh, <clears throat> this is an article from CNBC. Okay, you, this is a little excerpt from it. Ukraine's drift towards the West aggravates Moscow because it does not want to see NATO or the EU expand eastward to incorporate Ukraine, despite there being no imminent prospect of Ukraine becoming a member of either body. Okay, so... We're still kind of pushing forward as the West is what I'm going to refer to us and our NATO allies as the West. We're still pushing forward this narrative that somehow there were no plans uh, for the Ukraine to become part of NATO or that the Ukraine isn't basically already part of NATO by being very close allies with other members of NATO, including the United States. We're kind of pushing that forward, that lie 
um, and trying to paint Vladimir Putin as somebody who's just like delusional or something and has, and maybe he is delusional. I don't know. Okay. I know he's not a good guy. So I'm not saying he's a great man and patting him on the back and saying, you guys are being a little bit too hard on this guy. I, that's not what I'm saying at all. But what I am saying is just that we could point out the ways that he actually sucks instead of pretending like he sucks in ways that he really doesn't. Um, you know, he asked for, he said he, or I think it was in December, he demanded um, that the, you know, Ukraine not become part of NATO. And now, okay, so I got a message from um, Mike here. Government is out of control and Biden is embarrassment to the U.S. Um, DeSantis 2022, or DeSantis 2022, uh, just not with Trump. <laughs> um, I think that that is true, that Biden is an, embar an embarrassment to the United States. And I don't personally want DeSantis to win, but I do believe that Ron DeSantis will probably end up being the uh, the next president um, in 2024. Uh, although it is possible that Trump runs again, it's certainly possible that somebody else wins. I just think that he looks like the most likely person to win. Um, but, but basically, Putin does not want us to have another foothold in the area more than we, like more of a foothold than we already have. We already have NATO basically surrounding um, him in that area. He just doesn't want us there, you know, getting in the middle of his imperialist crap, you know, with our imperialist crap. So I, I don't, I'm not taking his side, but I do, I don't believe that automatically we should just be like, let's go to war with the Ukraine. And I see people posting all over the internet, mostly the same people who voted for Joe Biden and, and posted vote blue no matter who and stuff like that. Or, you know, people who posted that sort of stuff, the vote blue no matter who crowd, the vote blue no matter who liberals are the same ones who are now, you know, retweeting stuff, uh, you know, from the from occupied Democrats saying, you know, retweet if you stand with the Ukrainian people and the fact that they're handing out assault rifles. It's the same people who say there should be no assault rifles who say this. And and um, and not only that, but, you know, now they're posting things like Ukraine forever. I stand with Ukraine and stuff like that. Hashtag Ukraine forever. And it's like a week ago, you didn't even know who the Ukraine was unless you know, a news outlet, you know, blame Trump for something in revolving around Russia or the Ukraine. And then in that brief moment of time, you're aware of uh, the existence of the Ukraine. And then as soon as that blows over and they find something new to be mad about, then suddenly you have no idea who the Ukraine is anymore. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like this is an imperialist agenda. This is them pushing forward the idea that we need to intervene and become. And I'm going to tell you one of the other things that popped into my mind yesterday, and I'm going to have to look this up because I don't exactly remember what I typed in, but I want to say it's like a number of, okay. So I typed in yesterday, number, number of nuclear weapons by country. Now I understand that the United States has far more advanced nuclear weapons than a lot of these other countries. Um, I was told last night by somebody, and I didn't have a chance to um, confirm this, but they were saying how they're 10 or 20 years behind us, technologically speaking. But if you actually look at the number of countries with the most, um, let's see here. So right now, Russia um, has deployed 1,456 warheads, um, nuclear warheads. And the total that they that they have is six thousand two hundred and fifty seven. Um, the United States has deployed one thousand three hundred and fifty seven and has a total of five thousand five hundred and fifty. 
um, we performed about 300 ish, 350 or I, I, yeah, it's about 300 more test ish than Russia has as far as these weapons, but they've still performed several hundreds. They, they, they're kind of ahead there, or at least basically tied with us. And then we can say military personnel by country. Okay. And right off the bat, China, 2.81 million um, members of the military, Russia, 1.52 million, and then in third place, 1.37 million. So we are not in a position where it is impossible for us to um, to be attacked or that we should have no fear whatsoever or anything like that. I mean, we already told them, we said, hey, do not get involved. Do not you know, take Ukraine. Do not invade the Ukraine. If you do, the uh, the consequences will be disastrous. Uh, Zelensky said, if you guys do this, there will be an all-out war in Europe. Well, days have gone by now. Um, we are not. We have not declared some sort of all-out war, but it, it's still not off the table. And we have to remember how powerful Russia is that they're able to just say, "Yeah, we know you threatened us, but whatever," and then do it anyway. You know, we'd have to be naive to think that they're not capable of making any sort of. Uh, and Indy Left is here. Uh, he says, hey, what's going on, Indy Left? And that brings me to another point that I wanted to, to mention while I'm here is that I uh, I do plan to join the uh, independent news network run by Indy Left News here sometime in the very near future. Um, I have a lot going on at my house. My wife's pregnant, and I have a year-and-a-half-old kid constantly running around the house and standing on the kitchen table and just other things that I have to take care of. So it's, it's a work in progress, but I do plan on getting there. Um, so I, I'm not going to ramble too much longer about the whole Ukraine thing. Maybe by the next time it's time to put out a video, we've already all died in some sort of war, in some massive explosion. But if we haven't, uh, I do want you guys to come back and watch another video. So if you are listening to us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, uh, wherever it is that you're listening to us at, if you happen to be listening to this as opposed to watching it, please click that subscribe button. Please click that five stars. Click the thumbs up. Um, and if you're listening to this or watching this on YouTube, Odyssey, or anywhere else, please click that subscribe button. And also, after you click subscribe, please click that little bell and then click all so you actually get notified when a new video comes out. Um, we, it would mean the world to me. And also, please share this with others. Send it to one of your friends, just one person. Send it to one person, and that would be more um, than I could do because I have no idea who that person is. Only you know them. So please, please help me out. Um, and uh, let's see if I have anything else that I want to, uh, to at least mention before we get out of here. Uh, give me just a second to kind of look around here. I got one here from uh, Independent, and it was a post from not too long ago. Protests at state capitals call for election conspiracies to be banned from the ballots. Um, it's simple. Insurrectionists have no place in the ballot. Hashtag January 6th. Um, and this is posted by Our Revolution page. I just want to say I, I, um, I think that that is a line far, like, it's gone way too far um, when you start trying to tell people who... Uh, support Donald Trump or uh, believe that there was some sort of election fraud aren't allowed to run for office. That is the, that's the vibe that I'm getting from that post. So if I'm wrong, someone let me know. Um, I will, I will tweet it. Indy left. I do plan on tweeting it. As far as rest of your sitting outside a warehouse. I'm just waiting to see what, 
Okay. Um, yeah, you know, I think I'm going to... Uh, Indy Lefty, what, can you elaborate on that a little bit? His, his message is, Amazon had Chris Smalls arrested yesterday for sitting outside a warehouse. Um, I'm waiting. Can you give me a little bit more information on that so I can um, bring it up, bring it to everybody's attention before I get out of here? Ah, ah, okay, okay. Yes, okay. Well, yes, I agree, I agree. Everyone, guys, tweet this video, tweet this stuff, share it with other people. Um, advertising is ridiculously expensive. I mean, it is truly expensive, um, and I don't really think it's worth it. Um, I think it would be better to not bombard people with advertisements of these videos and just let people, through word of mouth, kind of spread it around. I think that would be more productive overall. Um, so I would greatly appreciate it. We all would if you guys would share this video. Um, and I just want to thank you all for everything that you've done so far, sharing it with friends, liking, commenting, interacting. Um, and, and hey, that's another thing. Comment on this video. Uh, I've I, it's my understanding that that's very good for the algorithm. Uh, it pushes things further up in the search results. Uh, so that would mean a lot to me if you guys could do that for me. Um, yeah, I don't I don't see too much else here. I mean, obviously other things have happened, but not enough for me to, to talk about a lot. Um, one thing I do want to mention is that in Canada, instead of lifting the vaccine mandates after truckers who mostly, most of them, I believe, or at least many of them who had lost their jobs because they would actually have to prove vaccination status to get through different checkpoints, um, they began protesting. And instead of lifting those vaccine mandates, Canada decided to arrest them in mass. Um, so... I think that that is pretty ridiculous, and I wanted to mention that just in case anyone was following the story and waiting to see what happens next. Um, okay, Dean, okay. All right, well, uh, I think that pretty much covers it, y'all, and I will see you next time. I very much hope to have Christian Marino with me. Fingers crossed we will see. Take care, everyone. Hopefully we don't all die in a nuclear war by the time uh, the next episode is supposed to come out.